welcome to the Next Level Life podcast. I'm your host, Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, qualified life coach, NLP practitioner, business coach, and speaker. The Next Level Life podcast is all about taking your life to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. This episode is brought to you by my online group coaching program, The Next Level Life Project, where I work with upcoming entrepreneurs to get clear and focused on what their business is and how they can take it to the next level. On today's episode, we're talking about rejection and how you can stop making it about yourself. Rejection is a huge topic, especially when it comes to business, and it's something that we deal with on a daily basis. If we're really putting ourselves out there and we're really making a contribution to the community and we're making a big difference in the business world, then rejection is something that we need to get used to. And it can show up in a couple of different facets. It can show up in a a work situation where it may be a colleague or a, a sales situation. It may be a business situation where you're negotiating a offer or negotiating a sale. And it can also happen in our everyday lives in regards to our friends or a um, situation where it comes to our kids and different situations in life. On an everyday basis, we experience rejection. So what is rejection? Rejection is when we create an emotion based on a situation where we have been knocked down, pushed back, um, said no to, and it's something that can affect our self-esteem, it can affect our self-confidence, and it can affect how we move forward in our lives and in our business. So that's why it's so important that we really get comfortable with rejection. And so today I want to talk to you about three ways that I look at rejection, how I handle rejection on an everyday basis. Because it's something that I have worked on in my sales career prior to in my coaching career. And it's something that, you know, when people see me handle rejection, it's it's really interesting for them to have different reactions where it might be like, oh, it's like water off a duck's back for you. And now it really is because sometimes it just comes down to what you're telling yourself. So that would be the first situation of what am I making it mean about me? And this is a huge one. A lot of the time there can be certain situations where we take for granted what is happening and we make it mean so much more about ourselves and who we are and the person that we are in regards to our job or our career. And it can really affect ourselves long term. So think back to a situation where you've maybe experienced some rejection. What did you make it mean about yourself? Did it make you mean that you were terrible at your job? Did it make you mean that what you were offering wasn't worth it? Did you make it mean that the person didn't like you? Did you make it mean that whatever it was that you were offering was a complete waste of time? There's so many different things that we can make it mean about ourselves. And back in my sales days, it was something that I would experience on a day-to-day basis with cold calling. And, you know, at the beginning, I I was totally... 
I guess it would be a little bit of ego, I guess. It was something like, I actually made it mean that if that person wasn't ready to purchase what I was selling, they just hadn't seen the light yet. Because I knew and I valued and I believed in the product that I was selling and I knew it was an amazing product that I sold. And the same with what I do right now. I know that I can make massive change in someone's life and I know that what my programs offer, it's not just about business, it's actually about a whole life enjoyment that I know that it is worth every single penny. So firstly, really take a step back and go, what am I making this mean about me? What does that rejection mean? Does that make doesn't necessarily mean it has to be something that you take on personally because it isn't necessarily about you. And that's where I really want you to make take the the sex the, the second step to really look at what is the actual other possibility for that person to be saying no to you. When was the last time you you were looking at purchasing something and you actually said no to something? Or maybe it was in a situation where someone was trying to sell something to you and you said no. Was it about them? of the time, it actually isn't about the person that is selling the product. It may be that they didn't see the value in what they were offering. Maybe it was that they actually needed to check their financials. That's a huge one. People actually need to make sure that they've got the money to be able to set aside and they want to, they value or they prioritize that money for a specific thing in their lives. And they need to check that and be clear before they make the decision. And then when I did a lot of research into different personality types, it really made me take a step back and really look at different people and how they process information and how some people need different levels of time to be able to make a decision based on a a large purchase. So think back to last time you purchased something really large. So you really had to think about it. It was way above the money that you would spend on normally on groceries over a week, something big, so like a car or a house or something huge. Really think about when that opportunity arose and you were looking at purchasing something. When it came to it, some people have different strategies that they play out when they purchase a product. So the rejection doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't like the person or they didn't think that what they were offering was worthwhile. It just meant that they either needed time to think about it. They needed, I know sometimes a lot of people talk about sales being the fact that if someone says they don't you know, need time to think about it, it's bullshit. I actually disagree with that because some people, they need certain information before they can make a proper decision. And they actually sometimes have that, they need a period of time to actually have that choice to make. So it's not always necessarily just bullshit, although sometimes it is. Um, Two, sometimes that person hasn't met their criteria. So for instance, I went to purchase a laptop recently and I had a criteria that I needed met. And there were five different things on my list and I, w- I walked in and the salesperson was really lovely and really helpful, but what they had didn't meet my needs. They didn't have, it didn't reach what money I wanted to spend. It didn't have the um, certain program that I wanted on it. There was five different things that I wanted to be met before I could physically make that decision and they weren't met, so I didn't purchase from that person. And it wasn't until two weeks later that I went to another shop and found the laptop that I was looking for. It met all my criteria when it it comes to price and additions and um, things like that. So I I was able to then feel confident to make that purchase. Then it is also too that sometimes people need more information. So they actually, we call that a three times convincer where they actually need time to take a step back and actually go, okay, so I need this information, this information and that information and time to think about it before I can then make a decision. So 
really taking that step back and go, okay, what else is possibly happening for this person that is restricting them from making a choice or making a decision? Could it possibly be that it was just not the right time for them to make that decision based on everything else that was going on in their lives? Two, it could be that what you offer doesn't necessarily meet their needs. It could also be that the value, they didn't necessarily value what you were offering. Or it could be that they needed to check their bank, they needed to check with their partner, they needed to they needed to rush off and they wanted to make sure they put enough time and thought into making that decision so they needed to get to an, to a next appointment or whatever it might be. In a sales situation, it's really important to take a step back and go, okay, so one, what am I making it mean about me? And that's not necessarily anything. And two, what are the other possibilities of this person saying no? It could be so many other reasons why that person is not agreeing or, or signing up with you right now. And the third one is, taking a step back and thinking, how can I improve? So I look at what worked well in that situation. So say if it's a friendship situation, maybe I look at it and go, okay, what kind of friend was I showing up as? Was I being open to her conversation? Was I being able to listen? What type of friend was I possibly being? Or on the, on a work situation, was I asking for too much or was I actually being the needy one where I wanted all the attention on me or I wanted um, the situation to be sorted in regards to what my needs were, not necessarily the other person in, in the in the conversation. Or in a business situation, what worked well? So maybe it was my delivery. Maybe it was my uh, offering. Maybe it was the way that I portrayed myself. Maybe it was the way that I held myself and my body language. Maybe I didn't build strong rapport. That's really important, really important. And a lot of people forget that part. Also too, maybe I didn't find out enough of their needs and tailor what I was offering to their needs to make it suit. Sales is so important when it comes to these days because people are looking for so much more than just a purchase. They're actually looking to connect with the company they're purchasing from. So when we look at our sales process, process, or we look at our interaction with our clients, how can we make that sales process really comfortable and make it something that actually suits their needs and actually works with the values alongside with the client? Then I look at what did I learn from that situation? So maybe that was a quick conversation and I learned a couple of things that they could then take me to the next step with that client. Or maybe it's where I have learnt more about myself and how I portrayed whatever I was looking for. So there's so many different aspects. And then I always ask myself, what could I do differently next time? What about that situation worked well? What did I learn? And what can I do differently next time? It's so important that we, we take the time to analyze the situation. Otherwise, we find that it will happen again and again. And... It's really important to make sure that you don't attribute the problem or the rejection to yourself personally, because it's not about you. There is another person in that situation. There is another person looking to purchase, and it's not always about you. Yes, it's really important to take a step back and look at how we can improve and how we can learn from the situation, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it is us that is the be-all and end-all and the reason why that business deal failed or that sales situation failed. So how do we overcome this? So it's really important to look at, okay, so when we look at the situation at hand, one, the way that we talk about it, are we being really accurate? 
So if you walked away from a sales situation and, and are like, oh, this always happens, or I'm never going to get a sale, or I'm never going to get my next side up for my clients, I'm never going to get my business off the ground, I'm never going to be successful, whatever is going through your mind at the time and the thoughts that you have around it, or even the way that you explain it to another person. So say that you were talking to a friend or a family member and you tell them about how the sales situation went and it didn't go so well, what words are you using? And are you being really accurate? So when we use the words always or never, it's very much a generalization and we're not being 100% true to the accuracy of the situation. So it's not that it necessarily always happens. It's not that you're ever going to never make another sale. You are 100%. You need to be really accurate in the way that you describe it and be true to what's happening. So whether it's real. So that situation didn't purchase, that client didn't purchase from me today. I learned this. I found that I could do something differently next time. And I found that this worked well, but this necessarily didn't work well. So I'm going to change that next time. So I can walk away from that situation empowered and make sure that it's something that drives me forward rather than holding me in victim mode. A lot of the time when we start talking in the way that it's always this or it's never going to work or I should do that or I don't know what I'm doing, all those types of language and the way that we use language connects with our mind and that can create a lot of emotions in the body. So obviously when we use situations like that and we react by saying this never works or I'm always going to be a failure, then it creates a lot of fear and a lot of self-doubt. So it's so important that we learn to be aware of the way that we talk about rejection and we talk about the situation, be really accurate and be real, and then turn it into a positive. So this did not work because of this, this, and this. This is what I've learned. This is what I can do differently next time. And I'm sure I'm going to make it, make it work the next time. So being able to understand where the fear and guilt comes from or the self-doubt comes from as well, it's really important because we are the ones creating those emotions in the body. We have a situation where we experience rejection and then we make it mean something about ourselves, which then creates the emotion. So we turn around and, and we go this situation. I walked in and I spoke to the owner and I got a blank look and had no real interaction with the client and walked, walked out because they didn't want anything to do with me. Cool. So did they want nothing to do with you? Well, technically no, they actually spoke with you. Did it maybe, were they quite busy when you walked in? Did you have an appointment? Is there some, uh, is there maybe some other possibility going on of the reasons why they couldn't interact with you at that time or that they couldn't make a decision to purchase with you? And then look at what am I making it mean about me? It doesn't mean you're a terrible salesperson or a terrible business person. It doesn't mean that you'll never make another sale. It doesn't mean that you'll always, always have the same reaction. Turn it into a positive and look at how you can improve, what worked well, what did you learn, and what you could do differently next time. Because by looking at it in this situation, it changes what emotions we create in the body. It's more positive. And it's almost like it's from light to heavy. So when you think about when you're experiencing those emotions of self-doubt and fear, they're quite heavy in the body and you can actually feel it. So when you're talking to yourself and you're, or you're talking to someone else about the situation, you're like, oh, this always happens this way. This never works. I can't, I can't do this anymore. This, this is just not working. I'm terrible at this. The way that 
reaction is in the body it is really quite heavy like you can feel that heaviness on your chest or in your stomach and it really does bring you down but if you turn it around into a positive and look at how you can improve and what worked well then you're more likely to be in a positive state of mind to be able to make better decisions moving forward and not sit in victim mode and you know end up having a pity party about how nothing ever works it's just a vicious cycle so they're my three tips to really looking at rejection and how how you can change the way that you look at rejection, change the way that you can make it work for you because in everyday business life, you experience rejection. And it's not ever a no. It's not ever a no. Even though sometimes we get a no, no never necessarily means no in regards to business because a lot of the time I look at it like, okay, that's a no today but they just haven't seen the value or I need to adjust the way that I present or I need to adjust the way that I show what value they're going to experience or I need to adjust the way that I offer based on their needs because I need to look at how I'm showing up. I need to look at how I'm presenting and how I can improve my communication skills so they can get on the same wavelength, build better rapport, communicate in a way that works on their level so then you can get a better result. So I really hope this has helped open up your eyes when it comes to rejection because we're going to experience it every day in business and every day in life. So if you can look at it and go, okay, this isn't necessarily what I used to make it mean. I used to make it mean that I was terrible at making friends. I used to make it mean that I was terrible at sales or I'm never going to be good at business. But today I choose a different thought. Today I'm going to choose to have a more empowering thought to be able to move forward and make the most of the situation so I can better myself for the future. This is the only way that you're going to be able to be successful in business is improve your clarity around what you're doing because the more clear you get, the easier it becomes. So I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Nice little quick one. And I really would love to hear how you go and how you experience rejection, how I can help in that situation. I'd love to hear any reviews or any feedback that you have, but please enjoy the rest of your week and thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.